0: Degenerate Business School is brought to you by the Philadelphia Eagles' checkered NFL draft history. Because who takes a quarterback in the second round when you have one already? The question off the top is: oil prices have collapsed into the sea. We uh, theoretically could have, someone could have paid us to buy a thousand barrels of oil, but we would have nowhere to store it. Yeah. We could start our own gas station. And given the condition of your apartment right now, Robert. It's perfect. It's perfect. You just don't have enough space for a thousand barrels. So what we decided, so, James, is we will store it in our office on the 11th floor. Should there's no space. one space? you can only buy 1,000 barrels of oil at a time.
1: Well, so I actually meant to ask James this because it's, it's a genuine question. When oil got down to minus 37, right, so somebody would have paid me. In theory, I realize it's a paper, it's a paper market, not real. But in theory, somebody would have paid me. 37,000 dollars to take possession of a thousand barrels of oil. <laughs> um, what does that delivery look like, and could I store that in my condo? Yeah, I think you'd have to take delivery in Oklahoma
2: and yeah, you'd have to find some way to, to store it somewhere and, and, and transport it somewhere. Or, or I think through pipeline too, and you'd have to find a way to barrel it up.: But store would that it. be up to me or them? I think it's for physical delivery at Cushing, at some some hub point. I forget if it's, like, pipeline or if it's, like, they have it in barrels. But that's what the WTI price technically means. Okay.
0: Yeah. So we have to, we order it, but could we, as physical humans who are just civilians, order it, we would just have to get to Oklahoma to get it and arrange for transportation out of Oklahoma, or not, if we wanted to keep it there.
2: I think you could, actually. I, technically, I think you, you could if you had the resources to. You really need tankers and things. <laughs> I think you could. Well, an-
1: another idea, um, just because, uh, I don't know. I, at some point in my life, I watched a lot of um, Storage Wars. You could <laughs> <laughs> could receive $35,000 to take possession of 1,000 barrels of oil. That you put in storage and abandon, and then you just walk out with thirty-five thousand dollars. I think you- that that's possible. If if you got transport,
2: that's that would be impossible. Now, I didn't just want to call out that three weeks ago. I did call shorting oil. Now I didn't go balls out into it. I just kind of dabbled. So I did. I didn't make almost two and a half times my money. <laughs> Fortunately, should have gone bigger.
0: You were damn. That's nice. He was all over it. That was the week that we talked about the fake cartel, right? It was like the yeah the MBS Putin cartel that there is no conceivable way that that would ever work.
2: Yeah, and I would never thought it would happen this soon or go negative. I thought it'd go to the teens, but yeah, but I didn't go big on it. But so enough to claw back. At, at the teens, would you short it now? I think when the contract's rolling off, I think it might not be a bad idea because I think you might have something similar uh, towards the end of the month w- when you go from, you know, towards the delivery
1: and then as the contract rolls over. But how do you do that? Because the USO is no longer tracking uh, the front-loaded months. Like, one, one, of the, one of the big things that came out of it is everyone that doesn't know what the USO does uh, <laughs> lost a shitload of money. So they started this, they froze trading and then they changed the uh, I don't know the structure of, of how it moves. It's so I'm not.
0: Similarly, I don't understand yeah. how SPXS works. So similar parallel. Just calling that out.
2: <laughs> I guess is 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 right. In stopping degenerates <laughs> <laughs> from buying. The, but okay, so so yeah, so I didn't read that much about it, but I guess that's probably what they're doing because usually it would be the near term contract. So it would be, like, I think this month it might be tracked to the May contract. Maybe now it's spread out over June, July, August. Maybe that's how they do it now. Um, and that's why you won't see as much volatility.
1: Yeah. Um, so, so, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I spent way too much time thinking about could I make $35,000? But, uh, alas, it, it just didn't happen. But who knows? Yeah. Is there- that window is really small.
0: Is, has the window to go, Is first of all, I listen, I just don't, I don't understand how to make money off of energy stocks, um, because the market's so esoteric, but uh, is there a way to go long on oil right now that's facile, or we missed the boat, or it doesn't track, so don't even try?
2: No, oil might not be a
0: bad bet. Um,
2: but it's hard to find that entry point and you're going to have to deal with a lot of volatility in the short term Yeah, and also you have to deal with the commodity prices and how, you don't know how now the mechanics of the rollover when they go into the contango issue but when they go from you know a month contract and they start buying further out because now they're changing all the rules so it's, it's really hard to follow and attract but you know, being long on oil, especially in the long term, and I think I have sent you guys the thing with of the great oil crisis of twenty one, twenty two, where there's a lot of underinvestment in oil. So in the long term, we might actually get an oil spike, given that all these uh, shale companies are getting wiped out, and there's going to be low supply in the kind of longer term once uh once we're at the other side of the, the pandemic. But but yeah, in the near term, would be tough to to get in. You have to deal with a lot of bumps.
0: Well, I guess. Uh... But all the writing on it is basically just, this is all a symptom of no one's traveling, therefore demand is collapsed. And if that's all it is, then over a six-month horizon, presumably you can't lose. By the way, anytime someone says can't lose, it means you will lose. That's the number one <laughs> principle of can
1: Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, you would have thought that somebody like a... Uh... I don't know. All the cruise lines, frankly, would have been loading up on on negative oil because that's that's like their biggest uh, expense, right?
2: Yeah, they just can't benefit off of it. But I think they would lock themselves into a lot of uh, contracts going out,
1: going out from here to even the next year. Would you Would you touch any of the uh, cruise lines at the moment, or even airlines? I guess you have to bet on federal stimulus
2: Um, but that's what the near term bet is if they can survive
1: yeah it's just it's it's difficult to bet on what's going to win out on any given day whether it's hey economic news is shit or you know the Fed is doing something like it's a push pull and every day is a crapshoot so it's kind of hard to see what's going to win out but I don't know Are you, guys, are you guys buying anything at the moment?
0: No, to be honest, like, the great crisis of 2020, as I'm learning, it's not... First of all, I'm getting soul-crushed soul because I didn't sell SPXS, when I should have. But, by and large, which I've told you before, is I'm just kind of waiting around because it's so, it's so fucking wild. So, as a spectator, it's delightful to watch every day, slash, you know, tragic. Depending on what side of, side of the story you're looking at, uh, but like from a trading perspective, I want nothing to do with it. So it's actually a little bit. Uh, it's a little bit. It's been a little bit boring for me because I'm not a trader the way that you are, Bobby.
1: Yeah. So, actually, because of that, um, so I, for the most part, up to January, had a rule where I wouldn't buy. I wouldn't buy options when the VIX was above 20. So, since it's you know it it's spiked up to 80 and it's it's held firm at 40, I, I stopped trading and I got bored. Uh, so, recently, I, I came to the realization that with the VIX as high as it is, it, it's a perfect opportunity to do uh, option spreads. Uh, so I started, I started fucking around with that and, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know how this is going to work out, but I do have, <laughs> I do have, uh, a bearish option spread on the NASDAQ for next week because all the big tech companies report next week and I'm, I'm expecting they're all going to crash. So
0: yeah. Don't you expect... Well, let me ask. Let me ask you first. Why do you expect them to crash? And by the way, we've talked about this before. Betting on gambling on tech one way or another right before earnings is always a wild ride because they're always super volatile right after their earnings. Over time, they just crush. But like, yeah, right around the earnings call, they'll see big movements. Uh, so why why do you think they'll disappoint? Because it's on tying this into this week's headline, even though none of us think of Netflix as one of the real gangsters, they added, what, 16 million subscribers and weren't investing in content, so had positive cash flow.
1: What did their stock do? It fell. It fell. And and I think there's, there's a great reason for that, which is, we're in the middle of a pandemic. So anyone who had even the slightest inkling to sign up for Netflix has already done. So right. Which the subscriber numbers are going to suck in the third and fourth quarters. And I think Reed Reed Hastings, uh, admitted as much. So I think, I think Amazon's like everyone's in Amazon. The, the exuberance is, is irrational. Um, As you know, I've always hated Apple.
0: Um. So, So what you're arguing for is, well, I think maybe Netflix is the most incredible case of it, that people's hilarious optimism in the tech companies or the multiples they trade at or the fact that they become safe harbors in the crisis just, like, sets the bar way too high so all they could ever do is disappoint you with real data.
1: Yeah, like it, it doesn't matter how amazing they do. You, you know, Apple could come out and say, "Hey, we tripled our iPhone, our, our iPhone sales." I think, I think the market still, uh, as it go lower. Like, the bar, the bar cannot be met at this point. So, I do think in this coming week the Nasdaq falls, and uh, the fact that those five companies that are reporting. So, I think it's like uh, Apple. Amazon, Facebook, Google, and I forget what else. They encompass such a large part of the NASDAQ that I'm expecting a collapse in the next... My spread expires in middle of May, but... Um, yeah. I think you'll get an opportunity to sell out of SPXS if that's what you're looking for.
0: Well, I do feel like... Um... <laughs> I do feel like Google and Facebook are for sure set up to disappoint because they're... Entirely dependent on advertising revenue, and everyone's, I think, calling that like advertising revenue will suck. Yeah, um, I could see, I could, I, I agree with you that Amazon could only conceivably disappoint. In which case, are you, is your strategy then you're bearish on the NASDAQ in the very near term around the tech earnings calls, but then are, the, are, then are you going hard in the paint on? t triple q so
1: are you trying to what surf I, this thing what, what what i've been doing what i've been doing the last couple weeks is just holding things for a handful of days as you know i i rode the the VIX down to the high 30s i got out of that i played a tza i bought tza last friday i got out tuesday uh so today i bought a bullish call spread on s triple q which is um inverse nasdaq triple average inverse nasdaq so i realize it's an i incredi- went
0: outside and bought some meth is what you i realize
1: it's incredibly inefficient it's an incredibly inefficient way of doing that but i bought the 13 strike on s triple q and i sold the 16 strike on s triple q uh that cost me about 70 cents and uh if the NASDAQ falls, I can make up to 225. So I can triple my money in about two weeks. So you bought a short on a short? Or you bought, yeah. you know, you sold a long on a short? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> I, realize, I realize it's incredibly inefficient, but T triple Q is crazy expensive. So I just went with uh, S triple Q instead time is a flat circle gotcha yeah yeah so who the hell knows I could be rich next week or I could be living in a place without floors
0: which you already are technically
1: (laughs) yeah exactly
0: uh yeah you're you living in the residence (laughs) is the equivalent of Jerry's yacht right yeah that's did
1: did, did Jerry did Jerry have some phallic looking chess pieces behind him (laughs) yeah
0: uh, what we're what we're talking about is the fact that Robert Robert's apartment apartment complex the pipes and the walls exploded, so he's living in the residence inn. Yeah, and he's got phallic yeah. chess art on his wall. <laughs> or it, it looks, or it could be a breast. It depends on how you interpret it, or both. It's very unsettling. In any case, so James, what do you think? What do you think of of Bobby's prediction, or? Are you aligned about about the tech the tech disappointment? I mean,
1: yeah, yeah. Ne- never mind. How, don't mind how I played it, but yeah, just directionally. Yeah, yeah. I think I think the tech names are more cyclical
2: than people think. I think there's been this notion that they're like these safe havens, which you know, for better or worse, you can you kind of make that argument. But you know, you know, when you look at earnings, they are very cyclical, um, and so yeah, I think I think it's not not a bad play. Given, given given the circumstances and, and the run-up.
0: So, let me ask a different question that I asked you guys earlier this week, which is... The weekly jobless claims came out. It was another 4.4 million, I think. And that actually triggered a movement up early in the day that ended up fizzling. But... How could it possibly be that you have another week of 4.4 million jobless claims, which I think cumulatively brings us to like 20 or 26, and the consensus at first is like, oh, that's that's not as bad as we thought, because they're anchored on (laughs) 6 million as the jobless claim number. See, It seems absurd to me. How are the Bulls rationalizing this as a good thing? Just that it's going down?
2: Yeah, I think it's it works like physics almost, where you have that initial and, and this this recession is much different than than every other one in that usually unemployment's a lagging indicator means the economy tanks first and then people start laying getting laid off. Now people in this case, everyone's got laid off first and then that's what's causing the the, the recession. So, but it does work like physics in that you'll have the initial that 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 low and then it, and then it creeps back up. So it, it always has a rebound. And I guess the notion is that we've reached the low and that now we're just recovering. And then there is that analyst that was saying how the market bottoms like a couple of weeks before the bottom on, on jobs. So then the market bought then, then, then presumably to the market bottomed on March 23rd. And then we got the bottom in the initial claims in uh, and a couple of weeks later.
0: So you're what you're saying is the technical voodoo would say that in a historical recession, you have come out of the technical bottom after you've had peak unemployment claims. But to your point, isn't the opposite true in this case? Won't this be like an inverted recession indicator? Like you yeah, it's a little strange like that. that
2: and how the dynamics work. We just haven't we haven't dealt with anything like this before. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see how it plays out, but. Yeah, that is the thinking from a technical standpoint.
0: It's it's it kind of seems like Matthew McConaughey telling me time is a flat circle. I don't really get it, but uh, what well, do I know?
1: So yeah, so, so what I had seen is that oh, we just we crossed the apex where we fell from six to uh to four point four, but. That was inevitable. I mean, there's only so many people who can get unemployed, and at this point, we've we've seen 24 million go to the the unemployment lines. Um, what, what like that should have been expected anyway. So I don't see that as a reason for either a rally or a collapse. Because let's face it, we all knew that was coming. Um, from here on out, that number should keep getting smaller, just because either you've already been laid off, or you know it's imminent. But that number has to stop, just because the people of the number of people in the labor force is only so much.
0: Well, this is my, my rational counterpoint to this would be: so you have this spike in unemployment claims, which is people who are probably like. They work at very vulnerable companies, but if you look at the data based on, you know, the labor department outbounding people, outbounding stoners on the phone, that a lot of the job loss is where you would expect it. Food service, retail, etc. It's not like white collar jobs. But as consumer demand collapses and companies are making less money, they're going to start laying off white collar workers. Like that layoff bubble is yet to happen which I think is not being priced into the jobless things. potential. Yeah, especially if it was longer. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So there you go. It's a bunch of bullshit. All right, Bobby, what what else are, what el- what else have you been trading, mom? Um
1: uh, I don't know. I mean, I I've basically been playing this as like a really long parlay where I take the money from one, put it in the other, and if it gets bigger, it gets bigger, and then the second one of these fails, I'm out of money.
0: So, <laughs> what?
1: Whatever happened?
0: Whatever happened with Nail? Did you ever make money on that?
1: No, I, I think I think that's at like a couple dollars. Um, uh, Let me check on that. But no, I. I Oh, shit. I am basically flat. I would have thought a lot worse. You still have it, though? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's just, um, I bought a couple things in in one account, but what I've been playing with these last few few weeks is just, it's one account with not a lot of money, and it's just going all in every time. So if this NASDAQ thing doesn't work out, then, you know, I'm at zero, (laughs) at least in that account. Oh
0: yeah, you'll you'll find more money to put in.
1: Yeah, exactly. There's there's a
0: thing called an ATM at a casino, and you can always go <coughs> back for more, even if they charge you a four hundred dollar extraction fee.
1: Can't say I haven't done that before. <laughs>
0: <laughs> James, what about you? Are you besides? I've been going in out of oil. No. Oh, okay. Um.
2: So, SEOs. USO SEO uh, So so after So after I got out Of my SEO position I actually got into UCO Made some money there But I think Yeah I sold it off today Just because it was down So I'm just kind of like Waiting out Maybe I might get into SEO When the When the contract rollover Comes up yeah. But Other than that Now I haven't been playing anything Yeah just Just trading in and out Of things Very short term Yeah I want I want to get in the bark but you know, I'll probably end up waiting till July or something until like it gets down to like twenty three hundred ish, if it does, if ever.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I get it. I, I'm doing the same thing, and like I said, I, I the, the reason I started is I was getting bored with um, just sitting on the sidelines, so I just had to do something. I
0: just want to feel alive. Yeah, same here. I just
2: get it. Bummed out. I also, I remember making that call three weeks ago on Beyond Meat, and I think it, like,
1: it's, like, almost doubled. <laughs> but I never it's bought any. Like, I should have it's bought it's gotten in that <laughs> name. It's at 110 right now, and I can tell you, if it gets yeah. to 120, I'm going a uh, bearish spread on that one. Yeah. Yeah, good call. But, yeah. It, 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 the, these spreads are a whole new world for me. It's exciting.
0: Yeah, I just thought... Uh, i'm I'm sticking to weed guys <laughs> and it's ruining my life
1: well in, in order in order for me to to get uh to get approval for that I had to get approved for margin as well and i I gotta be honest with you that one scared me a little bit um but you still said yes yeah they still said yes but ugh. no I
0: mean you still said yes
1: oh uh, this is true this is yeah. true i mean like i said as has been said many times before, we don't call this degenerate business school because we do missionary all the time.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, hey, you I'm think you
1: need four X? Yes,
0: I'm not i I'm not interested in women. Just <laughs> drugs. Hardcore drugs. <laughs> uh, did you say four X?
1: Yeah, what 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 kind of margin margin do they give you? It's four X within the day, right? Uh, I don't know. I haven't actually checked on that. I just know I got approved, and then I, I went and bought a. I went and bought the spread I was using, but I haven't actually started playing with margin yet.
0: Well, when you get when you get thrown when you get thrown out, Robert, you can always live on my couch for you know seven to ten days.
1: Yeah. Max. Yeah. I'll, I'll spread that out as long as I can.
0: All right. Bobby, you got to go on your daily check-in? Yeah. All right, All right brothers. Good talk. Enjoy the draft, See Davis. See